Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me is, as always, Jeremy Bratisich. Hello. You didn't do the. You didn't get the look of fear in your eyes when I when I hit the transition button a second later than I usually do. You're right. I well now that I now that now that you've you've let me know what's going on, I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to like condition myself to calm down. Yeah. Um, but also, I was getting my. I was actually just. We were sitting here during that intro, and I, I muted my microphone just in case I made a noise or whatever. Um, and I was like, looking at my right hand screen where I've got all my stuff. I've got my timer counting up. I've got the Twitch chat for everyone hanging out live with us. I got audition for my recording, and I've got our notes. And I was just sitting here going like, I really like this desktop layout that I've made for myself. And that was kind of it. I was just kind of actively enjoying looking at it. <laughs> so I wasn't worried about I wasn't worried about the thing. I also came in just a little before because I know there's a bit of a delay in terms of when I see the the preview of the stream. Just so I came smidge, in just yeah. a little bit before I saw the transition was finished, and I, right, I think I came right. in slightly too early. But right. you know it's how yeah. it is. How are you, Jeremy? I'm good. I'm good. I've got I've got some leave booked in next week. That's wow. exciting. Um, due to how many days a week I work, I had to take five days off to then get ten days off of, of work in a, in a, in a row, including weekends. You um, had to take five days off to take ten days off. Yeah. So so I I I booked in five days. So four in one week, one in a previous. Mm-hmm. Or one in the next, rather, and then I've got I've got my my roster day off somewhere in there, and mm-hmm. two weekends included. So all up, I have ten days in a row. I'm not at work, ah, and I have to I take see. five days off of leave. That's cool. That's fun. Pretty good. Pretty good. Two weekends. I'm excited. A day if you're normally getting. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, Jeremy, last week when I was on the podcast, you you were you had the misfortune of being. Uh, of having to co-host this show with Hair Tyler's Carey, I, I just I just need to let you know that since then hair ties have arrived. Good, good. I was I was worried. I was concerned. So um, now we have hair tie Carey, I guess. Hair tie Carey. That's what they call you. My first thought was to say tied up Carey, but I I I decided against saying that one because it makes no sense and is weird. Yeah, that would be a little bit odd. Uh, just like just like. Carry during old times, whether he has a hair tie or not. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about the show. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, rather, let's do the show where, oh, in which we talk. Uh, this is the minimap cast, everyone. Oh, wait, hang on. I start the show by talking about it. Okay, so I was right. Let's talk about the show to start the show. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the minimap cast. Uh, this is minimap.com.au's weekly podcast. We've got to, we're uh, going to talk about video games. Uh, we do that every week. We are streaming live on Twitch right now. Uh, we're setting a tentative set time for the week. It might be subject to change within about a half an hour tolerance. We're not sure yet. But we're setting we're setting a set time. We're recording at the same time every week. So you, you can set your watches to it. But more importantly, you can, you know, if you know that you're free around that time, you know that we're on that time because we're always going to be on that time. That time is 5.30 p.m., uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time, Melbourne Time, Sydney Time, you know, 
you know what time it is from there if you're in Australia and otherwise you need to look it up because I don't know where you're from. You look like you're going to say something, Jeremy. I don't think you should set your watch to it, but continue. What? What do you mean? What do you mean there's a really variable delay on Twitch that's not really consistent across any user who's watching the same stream at all ever? Yeah, um, um, the Minimap account is not a, is not an affiliate account, but because not as many people are streaming today, um, we have quality options on the, on the Minimap stream. Right, yeah. that's great. It, it's it just it depends on their servers at the moment. Um, at the moment, I, I guess, always. I, I always real when before I was an affiliate, I was really excited about that. Every any time I any time I got the um the live the, the, the transcoding. transcoding yeah yep. yeah yeah. Uh, so the reason I'm saying that is because you can come and hang out with us on Twitch while we record it live. Uh, last week we had a great time. Tootie was in the chat. Uh, Jeremy's old housemate, my old our old uh, schoolmate. Uh, Sam Sam was there. Sam will be here later on probably. June propped June, in. June was there for a bit. Yeah. Not not only friend of the show, co-founder of the show, uh, <laughs> chilling in a swag. So yeah, if you want to come <laughs> be a part of the Twitch chat, we hang out before the show starts. In the middle of the show, on the break, we just sit on chat and chat with everybody while we go and get a drink and whatever. It's a fun time. If you're around during that time, we recommend you come and hang out with us. Otherwise, we will be everywhere uh, that you want to find us in terms of podcasting. Uh, we're on any podcast service of choice, as well as YouTube. So you can find us in all of those places and on minimap.com.au. Uh, on that website, you can find our other podcasts, like the Minidisc uh, Game Club special episodes in this feed that we've got, as well as The Pecking Order, which is our pop culture kissability ranking podcast. Uh, we're also on the socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We're on Instagram. We are on TikTok. All of those accounts are at minimapau. Uh, and that's so that you don't get stuck looking at uh, Minecraft mods that make a minimap on your screen. Uh, we're not that. We could, we're we just, not we, actually a minimap. We just can't beat that SEO currently. It's Minecraft SEO, unofficial as it is, is yeah. untouchable. Yeah, it is. It's unimpeachable. Yeah. Uh... So we're there in all of those places. We're also on well, uh, we're also on Patreon.com/slash/MiniMapAU uh, to uh, give you the option to support us monetarily if you choose to do that. Uh, that option is there. Uh, we'll be here for you otherwise. But if you want to support the show, if you get a kick out of listening to us each week, or uh, you know some of our written stuff on the podcast or our back catalog, and you want to support us uh, financially, that option is there. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D improv uh, music from their YouTube channel as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Also, as uh, we were, Jeremy and I were talking before the show about Better Call Saul, you can also find some of <laughs> Shook's music on Better Call Saul. <laughs> and in um, many places. He's great. Yeah, They're yeah. Great. He's uh, opening up a Patreon. Um, really? So, yeah, yeah, doing like a... Some live performances, some tutorials, some random improv stuff. Like, yeah, just like a bunch of, you know, Patreon stuff, as it turns out. That sounds, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get a Moog, a Moog Model E improv. You can ask. <laughs> you, can, you, can always, you can always try and ask. So silly. Uh, Jeremy, what did Carrie. you say this week? Let me, let me look this up. <laughs> you told me something real silly. Yeah. Um, so I believe there's going to be a murder on the podcast tomorrow. There's going to, yes, there's going to be a murder, which I said, what the fuck? And you said, it's fine. I'm going to commit a murder right now. 
Oh shit! Um, <laughs> it's literally happening. Yeah. So last night are we recording. Yeah. What do you mean are we recording? Um. Oh, I just wanted to make sure we got it on tape. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Um. Last night I was sitting on the couch. I had finished eating my burrito for dinner, and I finished a movie. I watched Tombstone, which is excellent. Western. What is that? It's a Western film um, with Kurt Russell, uh, with Bill Paxton, uh, with um, uh, who else is in it? Uh, the 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 dude that's the cowboy in the in the fucking Big Lebowski is in it. Um, uh, it's it's Val Kilmer is in it. Um, it's it's very good film. Very good film. Val Kilmer's so sexy in it. Oh my god. Um big man with mustache and he's dying and it's it's like it's, he's he's so hot um oh, death amazing yeah uh so then after that i decided to play some video games and i looked around i'm like all right i'll give it a shot what time is it jeremy oh uh, it's not it's not too late it's about it's about maybe 7 30 8 o'clock maybe oh okay um yeah really 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 it's, not so it's bad just at dinner all. time so i put in a video game and i'm gonna Show that video game to you now, Kerry. I, I, I put in and started to play Babylon's Fall. <gasps> you did? Um, I did. I, I put it in the console. Not only did you buy it, but you, you put it in. Yes. Wow. Uh, Not even Fire Emblem or Persona 5 got that no, on No, no, no. Um, I have some notes here. I'm just going to read out to you basically all of them one by one because this is a very stream of consciousness for me, right? This footage that we're looking at. Yeah. Why did, was is it recorded on Switch? No. Why this, does it look so This is what the game looks like, Kerry. This is what it looks like. Uh So, I'm just going to read out some of my notes. You can tell it's going to be a trip because I'm writing notes before I've even started playing. <laughs> the login process was not very good. Many warnings and linkings happening. That's fine. But uh, it, it, it brought me into the news tab, first of all. So, so the login process, you have to immediately log into your Square Enix account. There's no click here to get like a quick login version or anything. It's type in your entire username and password, which is, which is, not, which is not great. Anyway, past that? No, you have to do that. Otherwise, you are not allowed to play the video game. What the fuck? All right. So I get to the news tab, and for some reason, the news tab is running at five frames per second, choppy when sliding across different uh, different news items. Like a, like a bad mobile game. Like a bad mobile game. Good start. I'm creating a Sentinel right now. This is, what you, that, this is the footage you're seeing right now. This is not my footage. I found this on YouTube. Um, thank you to the YouTube account, uh, Ruben nine five not nine two five. I'm creating a sentinel, which is the name of the character. The moment you click on a sentinel, that big red text pops up saying, "Once a sentinel is created, it cannot be deleted." <laughs> so you're not you're not allowed to delete your character once you have made it. A sentinel isn't a class. That's just the name it's, of your it, character. It, it's it's your character. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of your Babylon's fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, to add on to that, you were immediately asked to join a faction with. Quote, your choice of faction determines what abilities you will have access to. Read each description carefully to determine which faction best suits your playstyle without being able to try them out. So, you know, find something to match your playstyle without, uh, without, without being allowed to play. 
any good descriptions at all? Or they're they're pretty brief. It's like a paragraph, and then that, and then that paragraph on all of them. Um, I went with the Molzamite, which is a demon castle looking fella. Uh, the names must be between two and fifteen alphanumeric characters. Pretty standard, except names must must not contain any more than six numbers. <laughs> Which I thought was a, I thought was a weird a weird um, little piece of uh, like a, a a weird clarification. That's a very strange stipulation. Yep. Um, I chose the female body type that was given to me. Option B. All the face types previews were still male, which was really strange. There was not there was not female face type previews for either hair or anything. I then okay. said, so I'm just going to quickly go back to the footage just for anyone that is watching. Um, just this is what it looks like. I want to perfectly say to you that my note here just says, Christ, that was one of the worst character creators I've ever seen. It is very, so very ugly. ugly. It is like, so it ugly. It looks like clay and it's definitely not meant to look like clay. Yes. So we now get into cutscenes. Uh, there sure is a lot of people standing around in these cutscenes that are like identical and all have the same animations that are synced up. Very bad. Uh, also some absolutely bottom tier texture work and lighting going on. This game looks fucking ugly. This looks like a default Unity scene. Yeah, it looks like a PS3 game. Like genuinely, I know that 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 sort of like critis- criticism goes around a fair bit, which is like not not, not always quite earned. Um, this feels like one of the PS3 Assassin's Creed games. Wow. Everything's flat. There's this weird painted texture going on, which is not the worst, but then this is really ugly filter on the camera as well. Assassin's Creed 2 looked better than this. Um, yeah, there's also this ugly as fuck filter put over the camera. The shadows are blurry as all hell. And then I've got a note here which just says, the gameplay just started and oh my God, the game just looks like this, huh? Um, it's it not going to get better. No, but it, like it, it is. It is not a good looking game. Um, it is blown out. It is dull. It is really dull. The backgrounds are really bad. There's this filter to make everything look like it's painted, except it just makes everything look like it's blurry and and broken. Um, there's Zed fighting everywhere on like oh, even like really? the really important like objects like the this big arena which you can see in the background of the footage that I've got going at the moment, which is this big like you know centerpiece sort of thing. It is completely like there's Zed fighting all over it. Um, I then I then played through the first mission in a bit. Uh, my notes from this this on out. Uh, this feels so shit. It, it might this there might actually be nothing good about this game. Um, wow! It, it, like it is sluggish. Uh, the combat there is no feedback. Um, there's adaptive triggers, which is fine. Um, the the actual like attacking of the enemies is not really enjoyable. There's nothing that gives you anything to make you feel good about what you're doing. The jumping is really weird. When you jump and you land, you you've got this weird like like stop that happens before we can start running again. Um, uh, it's sluggish and uninteresting. Um, and so I, I went through the first, like the first little mission and stuff. And there's like a, there's, there's like a boss sort of like character that pops up and it's, it's like, it's, it's quite, it's quite simple. Um, 
it's just about like attacking the enemies and then dodging. No one really gets like affected by any of the attacks and like you do a bit because you stop but like aside from that it's you just kind of wailing on on health bars until they die mm. um at this point i got bored so i looked at my phone for a bit long enough that my ps5 went into rest mode oh wow that's like half an hour no no i've got i've got it down i think to like 10 15 minutes um uh because this game is very online um it didn't like that and it errored out because it went into rest mode that's not... Uh, I mean, to be fair, like, Elden but, Ring was doing that. Yeah, yeah, like most games do. However, it didn't recover. It left, <laughs> me on a, it left me on a black screen with a tiny Wi-Fi indicator on the top right for some reason, which is weird because my connection is wired anyway. The game failed to recover. It had no idea how to get out of the screen without me closing it. Mm-hmm. Once the game failed to recover, I'll probably fail to ever launch it again. I have absolutely no reason to ever go back to this. It was it was maybe the worst hour of gameplay I've like the worst hour of video games I've played all year. It was definitely the worst Good. hour of game. It was it was abysmal. Um I know that when 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 this was coming out, right, like prior there was there was stuff happening around like you know, like there's some terrible hairstyles in this game. Like the the darkest skin tone is terrible. All of the all of the skin tones basically that are, that are not white are dreadful. There's I think six different type of skin skin tones that are that are that are not white, and there's about let's say twenty that are <laughs> different variations of of, of white. Um, My God, the, the the character models look like that they were all male character models, and you can just sort of like give your character boobs or not. Um. The the face doesn't change at all depending on on the on the character model. So it's it's a male face on like a female body. Um, the hairstyles are just dreadful. Um, the voice acting is really bad. Uh, the like it's, the writing is really bad. And like this is like I played an hour of this game. Like I didn't play much. But yeah, fuck me, do I never want to go back? You played enough. I played too much. Oh dear. That's um it's so it's so strange. Like Yeah. And hey, I Hey, what say, are Square Enix doing? So like, I feel like a lot of the issues that have come with like, you know, the like you cannot delete your character, weird number things on your name, uh like the game erroring out, obviously. Um I feel like maybe, so so obviously like the running theory is this game was not meant to be the, the live service game that it is currently. Way back when it was announced, right? Like yeah. there was there was no reason to believe when everyone was excited about it. Yeah, when everyone was excited about the prospect of this game, no one no one believed that that, that this game was was always meant to be a live service uh, game that it that it's since become. Um, and it was, a lot of the stuff was added after the fact, and you can see it with you not being able to delete your character, for example. I'm sure it's because it's sitting on a server and you don't have the ability to write, you know, to, to delete data off that server or whatever. You can only write to it. Yeah, like they had really rudimentary networking. Um, and I wonder if they had to make the game feel slower because they weren't able to keep up. Maybe. I don't know. But... What do you mean keep up? Like as in you are you are you are playing an action game online 
and if you were if there are too many things happening at once maybe you would sort of get lost a little bit and the server would then go out of sync with your client um, I, I don't know if this is true. I have no idea if this is true, but it feels like looking at the, like, as I went back and I rewatched the early trailers, I'm like, why the fuck was I excited about this again? Yep. It looked so much better back then. Mm. Um, Cause yeah, it's made by platinum. Yeah. Who have a great pedigree in, well, it, not unblemished, but a great not, pedigree in action games. Not unblemished, but definitely one of the, like one of the favorites. Yeah. But they're not known. Platinum aren't known for their live service titles. I don't think they have any live service titles. No, I don't think they do. Uh, they were making Scalebound, right? Was that them or is that someone else? Uh, no, that was them. Right. And that was meant to be something like that. And that got cancelled like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well more than five years ago. That was a, an Xbox One game. Yeah. 2017. It was getting strung along for a while and then they canned it. Oh, I want to say it was even earlier than that. I want to say it was like 2015 or early. I feel like 20... that's when it was announced. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my memory of it. Ah, oh, this is... I feel so vindicated. Scalebound was cancelled back in 2017. Right, right. For those counting at home, that is five years ago. Right. It was um, scheduled to be released in 2017 too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is bad. This is a bad video game. Um, Crap. And I don't think anyone should play it, even to like hate play it. That's kind of what you were gonna do. Yeah, it's so it's so fascinating when you look at those trailers and you think of the um, you think of the fervor going into it. What happened you in know? those twelve months in between us not seeing? No, what happened? In the, no, it was like it was like eighteen months or something. What happened with us seeing it and then not seeing it for a while? And then seeing the the hollow shell that it became, yeah, what and happened? It's so it's so interesting how it so clearly missed the mark that anyone who had any interest in it was so immediately like taken away from it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm glad you played it for the, for the podcast sake because that's interesting. I didn't mean man, to play it for the sad. podcast sake. <laughs> Pardon? I meant to just. I mean, I didn't mean to play it for the podcast sake. I just meant to play it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let, well, let let's move on. I think. Yeah. Um. I've been playing another game. Good. Kerry. Uh. I've been playing. Cleanse your palate. I've been playing a game called The Quarry. Excellent. So I have no tier for The Quarry as well, except they are spoilers. Very positive. Uh, so let me just go to my quarry notes. There it is. Thank you, Game Clips, for this footage that I'm currently playing. Um, game Clips. Game Clips. Uh, yeah, so The Quarry. Uh, for anyone who does not know, The Quarry is a horror game in the vein of Until Dawn, made by the people who made Until Dawn. Um, the Quarry is a game where you are uh, a group of teenagers... Um, I'm, 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 I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to get into really any spoilers here, Sam. Um, the footage is the, the footage is the early part of the game, but aside from yeah, that, no, no plot spoilers. Jeremy was spoiling that his notes are good. Not that they are spoilers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I did that, have that, that thought too though. <laughs> yeah. That, sorry. That is what I meant by it, by spoilers that like spoilers. I'm very positive on this game. Um, 
Uh, I love the uh, 90s horror aesthetic that this game is going for. Not that the game is set in the 90s, but it is it is pulling on on the strings that 90s horror games, uh, sorry, 90s horror film really, really uh, went to, right? So there's a lot of, there's, there's a group of horny teenagers and they all, they all work at a summer camp, right? Uh, hormones insured. Um, they, they, <laughs> you know, they, they, they're all, they're all, you know, trying to figure out who we, who each other is. And it's like, oh my God, it's like the, the last day of summer camp, blah, blah, blah. And then some stuff happens and like, oh, we've got to stay one more night because we can't get out of here because the car's broken, blah, blah, blah. Um, th- this th- very, th- th- horror, th- very horror tropey. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, th- there's a lot of really fun things that this game does almost right off the bat. Um, there's this really fun VHS filter, which sort of gets put on on some some cutscenes, just for like um, d- just for like style. There's yeah, a like lot of the effect. But but like there's a lot of specific like camera things happening in this game. So there's there's lens flares, but like rounded circular lens flares, like it's like there's a camera in this scene. Um, there's a lot of great angles, like some like some really good Dutch angles, some really good close ups, and there's some like really excellent framing a lot of the time. Um, however, it is set in modern day. They have mobile phones. Um, they have modern cars they have modern problems um but the <laughs> um but the there's still like a cheesy 90s horror film pacing happening to this game which is really fun um the characters are all really good dumb horror movie archetypes um they're all horny teenagers that volunteer for summer camp how fun of a promise is that um also there's some really good like gay stuff in this game like a, it's oh, really it's good it's fun there's that there's like just there's this great moment where there's there's a there's a guy and he's hitting on another guy but he's hitting on me hitting on him in a way that he doesn't know if he's like if he if he swings that way or not um which is really fun and he's playing into it but he he can't immediately tell if he's playing into it in a friendly way or not which is like a thing that I that I definitely can relate to um <laughs> there 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 are many monsters um the first one that you see in the game in the intro, by the way, incredible opening act, really excellent, like uh, like a really excellent delay in you seeing the title of the game. There's a great prologue um, with two really interesting characters and some great horror pieces. Um, it's not really like the start of Man of Medan. Pardon? It's not like the start of Man of Medan. I don't remember the start of Man of Medan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um one of the monsters, I'll, 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 the one that's in the the, the prologue, um, is uh, this scary demon lady that scared the fucking bejesus out of me. Because um, good demons, especially demons, like I don't, I don't fuck with demons. I can't do demon horror specifically. What really? Demons and ghosts are the thing that scare me the most in horror things. I can do, I can do a serial killer. I can do aliens. I can do monsters. I can do I can do Wendigos. I can I can do all of this stuff. 
I can't do demons. It scares the fucking shit out of me. And so I, I was didn't know this about you. Yeah, yeah. So like um like I've I've seen some ghost movies, like I've seen The Conjuring and stuff like that. Like those movies scare me far more than any other horror. I d- I don't know why. I think because I think because that, that it's the only type of horror I can imagine being real. Like if there's a monster, right? If there's a if there's a like a Frankenstein or you know it's not really scary, but you know vampires vampires can be scary. Um, I can't imagine them real because they're just right. so ridiculous. Whereas demons, nothing ridiculous about a demon, just scary. <laughs> um, like I said, really strong opening, really good stuff. Um, uh, Sam Raimi's brother is in it. Um, I feel like I saw that in the in the cast list. Yes, uh, Ted Raimi. Um, now, Kerry, you you're on your computer right now, correct? <laughs> could you could you tell? Um, I'm not sure the name of the, the the ghost buddy who's in the chat. I, I I'm I'm not 100 sure on the name. Um, could you Google if Ted Raimi is the Raimi brother in the Spider Man movies? Um, Ted Raimi. I, I think he. I think it is. He's my 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 belief is that he worked for the Daily Bugle, um, and he was the one that would sort of be like the the assistant to to James Jonah Jameson, the one that would come up with all the silly names and stuff. Um, I think uh, that's Ted Hoffman? Raimi. <laughs> yeah, Looks sure. Like his name was Hoffman. Okay. <laughs> Let me. Uh, Hoffman Spider Man. Yeah. Raimi. Um. Until dawns. Uh, being very well fed with this one. Um, this is the best one since Until Dawn. I don't think that's close. I don't think that's up for debate. I think it just is genuinely the most enjoyable, scariest, and most fun one since Until Dawn. I think it's important to point out that this isn't a Dark Pictures anthology title. Yes. Um, like other super massive games have been. Yeah, super massive. Um, since Until Dawn. So it's kind of a return to form in a lot of ways, according to people. Yeah, this one is published by 2K, whereas the um the man the the uh, the Dark Pictures anthology I believe is not. Um, I think it's 2- Bandai. Right. Okay. Um, the writing in this is really corny but really funny. It's really fun. Um, there are many there are many jokes that the characters know are jokes and they're not funny, but they talk to them being not funny and stupid and in a way that's it's that is enjoyable. Um, as well as some of their jokes are just like actually funny. Um, some of the music choices are a little bit odd. Um, there's some there's some songs in here with lyrics that are like not like pop songs, but like there's like singing in cutscenes while the characters are talking. And oh, look, it's it's like I don't I don't hate it, but it's definitely a choice. And look, it felt a little bit out of place. And I feel like the only one that can really get that working well is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance uh, with their ridiculous rock ballads in the middle of cutscenes um, right. uh, and, and gameplay. Um, yeah, this, I, I, I'm not, not super into the music choice immediately. I think I'm, I think I'm about, I, I'm, I'm over a third. I'm, I might be halfway. It's, it's hard to tell how far I am um, in this game. Uh, someone has already died in my playthrough at least. Okay. Um, that, that's 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 where I'm up to for anyone who does know. Um, 
I don't know. I'm I'm having a fucking great time. My partner and I are playing it. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. Passing and the controller. So so there's there is the the couch co-op mode. I'm like, yeah, like you want to do this one? And they're like, absolutely the fuck not. You're driving. I'm like, what? Like, and they're like, no, I don't want it. No, you do it. I can't. I will freeze, and we won't be able to keep playing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I'll. Well, do at it. least they know. <laughs> and and I was upset because then it meant that I had to look at the screen 100 percent of the time. <laughs> Uh, hey man, I I offered I offered you the group play and you refused. No, no I, I know, I know. Um, I'm just, the grass could have been greener. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I this is this is a good fun game. It it it's it's really good. It it Great. feels like it feels like a Netflix horror series. Um, in in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like the, there's there's good like early there's good fun character dynamics. Um, you can see, you can see where the story is going. It's not that deep, but it's fun because the characters don't know, and that's worth it. Um, you you there along? It's a it's a theme park ride. Hmm. Yeah, there for yeah, the it's trip. So, it's so clearly like schlocky and like yeah derivative, but it's like here is our version honoring that, paying homage to it, and creating yeah. something different and enjoyable and fun. Yeah, um, I think maybe the only thing it's missing is the, the uh, the mechanic of uh, holding the controller still while it vibrates dramatically. Um, oh, that's it, not there. It's not there because this game is multi-platform, um, and ah. not every there not every controller has like a, a a gyroscope in it. Interesting. So, yeah. Um. Uh. So, you know, I don't know how you yeah, solve I mean, that. I guess Until Dawn isn't on PC, is it? Uh, it's no. It's still only on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, it's still only on PlayStation, yeah. Hmm. So. Uh, yeah. After Jameson's office was attacked by the Green Goblin, <laughs> who was looking for the photographer taking the photos of Spider-Man, yeah. Hoffman dropped his files and ran for cover. He wasn't seen again after that until the next movie. Coward. That is one of the most pertinent paragraphs I have on Hoffman, <laughs> who has no other name, just Hoffman. What other name do you po- need? Portrayed by Ted Raimi in yeah. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Sam Raimi's brother. He, he's great in this. He's really good. good. He's this creepy cop. Look, there he is in the footage. Um, you don't know his vibe. You've got no idea what he's going for. He's got a little bit of blood on him. He's got some... He's got some... Theories. He's got some plans. You don't know what he's up to. Um, great character. So yeah, yeah. He, he looks very creepy in this mm. footage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's that's cool. That's fun. I'm glad it's working for you. I mean, I don't think it was a. It's it's not like a secret at this point that they've done a better job since then. Yeah, since like with this one. Um, but I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Either way, Sam and I are looking forward to this one. Sam and I have still not played Until Dawn. Maybe we should do that together. Um, we always floated the idea of doing another group play of that. Like I think Ollie mentioned it once, and we were like, "Oh, okay," and we we didn't make it happen. And uh, and now it's been years. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. What have you been playing, Gary? Uh, you want to hear more about Jack Two? Did you have more to say about Jack 2? Absolutely not. Uh, do you want to hear more about Fall Guys? 
Do you have more to say about Fall Guys? Not really. I made a video about it this week, which was fun. Uh, I'm glad you bring it cool up. In- Pardon? <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing it up. <laughs> no, the one I am actually going to bring up is um, I started... Well, I was talking about Final Fantasy 13 last week and I was I got to the open world section and I played like an hour or two yesterday and started falling asleep because they stopped giving me cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did instead was like, okay, I got to play something that's going to keep me more engaged. And I so I've been meaning to do this for a bit, but I loaded up the game trial for uh, Forbidden West mm. on my on my PS5. Plugged it into my nice 4K 144Hz monitor here. Um as opposed to my 1080p projector. Um, and played some Jack 2 for longer than I thought I would. And then I started Horizon Forbidden West. I played about an hour and a half last night, and I probably played about an hour and a half earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was saying this to you before, Jeremy, after we started the stream, but before we started the show, that like for how sort of um, lukewarm I was on the first Horizon for a good portion of the time I was playing it, I was having such a good time with Forbidden West these these, these last 24 hours. Um, it is drop-dead gorgeous. It is so fucking stunning to look at. Yeah. Yep. All the time. All the time. There's a few funny things, like um, something that's really cool about the PS5 version is that the the cutscenes, the the cinematic, like the the ones with the title screen that shows you all the staff names and the 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 logo title screen and all of that. Um, all of those cutscenes aren't pre-rendered on PS5; they're rendered in real time mm-hmm. um, with the power of quick storage on the PS5. Uh, on PS4, it's a it's a movie file; it's a it's a video file for all, all those pre-rendered cutscenes. Um, but what that means is. Mm-hmm. It does, there's like two frames of like judder every time it changes a, a camera angle because it, it's loading like an entire scene as fast as it possibly can. Um, and I did notice that. And they were, re- and because it's rendered in real time, they're so committed to Aloy's hair being like, like rendering and as like actual like rope and like braid physics yeah, 100% I, I of the time, even when it looks bad. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Like I'm watching this really dramatic cutscene, and it's like cinematic shot, sunset across the desert, prowlers fighting each other and scraping like real animals, and then there's these this like three second shot, really close, like side on view of Aloy riding um a, a machine as fast as she can, like galloping, and her hair's like just all in her face, but like a like a like a bad flag texture in a Unity project, like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it is uh. Yeah, the whole game's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, guys, you could have you could have come up with a more rigid, like just pin it down to here and have the little bits flap for the more tense moments. But with the power um, of the PlayStation Five, Carrie. Yeah, exactly. But that's really like the only qualm I have from the last couple of hours. Um, it's so it looks so beautiful, Jeremy. Um, yeah. I'm playing it on performance mode, which uh, just recently. So they added a balanced mode, which is good for other monitors, but the performance mode got added so that it can push past 60 frames per second. So I'm somewhere between 60 and 120. It feels amazing. Um, I'm enjoying the combat way more than... I haven't done that much, but I'm enjoying the aiming. I'm enjoying the... I don't know. It just feels 
better to do things. And I feel like I, I, I know what I'm getting in for a bit more than I did when I started the first game. Yeah. Like um, it is, it is very much a sequel to the first. Um, but that's like, it's, you know, like and this is what I said at the time, whatever. I think pretty much everyone else said at the time was like, yeah, like they, they improved on all of the things that were, that weren't as good um, in the first game. And, kept the stuff that was good and tried to make it better. Yeah, totally. The the skill tree the skill tree system I'm finding a bit um cumbersome. It's so hard to see all of your skills at once. You can either see yeah. like everything from a really zoomed out perspective or you can see like three skills at a time out of like 70. I'm like yeah. uh <laughs> I don't know what I want to spend this on. Let me let me zoom across this map. Yeah. <laughs> um but like I really enjoy Aloy. I enjoy how sarcastic and snarky and fed up she is with like Everyone. pretenses and like clan stuffiness. Like not not only because like I think that's true to her character, but like we don't get characters like that really. We'll get we'll get gruff, like I don't give a fuck characters who are men and that's like meant to be sexy or whatever. But Aloy's not trying to be sexy. She's a She's a strong woman she, she, who doesn't give a fuck about your crappy problems or your but, pretenses. But it's also like like she knows like what is going on, right? Like she has a she, she can see what is the important thing. Yeah, she um, can sort of see past the like tribalism and the superstition because she uh, has the 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 reality based knowledge. Yeah, and and has got this like, um, she has you know like high purpose or whatever, but she can see. Uh, she has a direct through line and a direct connection to the important things that are like directly causing things in the in the in the world, um, mm. and like just frankly like doesn't have time for anything else, um, and is very very frank about that to everybody. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird pull. So like the first mission is I think really good and really cinematic. I think they do a great job of, um, you know showing you the new like quick scan and climbing system and the the pull caster is really fun like a deployable retractable hook shot mm. um and then like the snake boss fight at the end is really good and um catching up with Val and Val being introduced to all of this tech technological advancement stuff um for the first time and being like oh it's the goddess and and Aloy's like no it's an AI <laughs> And he's like, how do you know? And she's like, oh, man. <laughs> but um, she's she's constantly saying, because you you're, you get a bit of a story recap. You get a bit of a characters I'm familiar with recap. And yeah. she's like, I can't stay. I can't stay. I can't stay. I can't, I can't spend time with you. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. And then you get to uh, the daunt. Uh, you get to the first, you get to the introductory area of the new map for this game, which is the, the western half of the US, basically. Um, I don't know if it's the half, but it's the west of US, of the USA, and and all of a sudden it's oh I was working in a mine and the 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 boss is mean to us and is making us work hard and then there was a collapse and I hurt my ankle. She's like, if I'm out that way, I'll see if I can do anything. And he, he's like, oh, I'd really appreciate it. Meanwhile, her, her like one of her best friends is is in the town. And is like, oh, come get a beer with me. And she's like, I absolutely cannot do this. I have to do this political thing and this friend is very upset 
And it's like, oh, I'll I'll go see if your your frog needs food in your <laughs> in your hut on the top of the mountain that you can't visit because you 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 hurt your toe the other day. Sure, like it's 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 a weird pull. Once this this um deadline of the embassy um is done in like relatively soon and it's like oh we have to get to the forbidden west and explore that and see what's next i'll i think i'll be enjoying that a bit more yeah it it takes it takes a it takes a you know you you can spend as much time in in the in the prologue as you'd like um uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a Witcher three starting area situation though. It kinda like it's there's it's it's open and there's plenty to do. But if you are invested in the things that you are seeing, you should do them. But if you are not, then you should just move on. Yeah. Um, uh, they 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 play with the Aloy being pulled in all directions and having interesting priorities quite a lot. There's a really good like. I I think they treat the arc of her thinking that everything she is doing is the most important thing, um, really well, um, right. in terms of like while yes, also people matter, um, yeah. And like while that, you were an outcast, like you are being welcomed and accepted, and yeah, yeah, but you're also the you, only person who is keeping yourself an outcast. The, yes, and the you know the idea that like you know like the oh like you know my frogs and the the frogs eat the grain or whatever the hell you said before. Um, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like while that's not that's not you know end of the world stakes, like you know to build a better world, you must work together. Um, is a, is a really is a good lesson throughout that game. Totally, and like the all of the characters that um they decide to bring in for this sort of prologue intro, like to return to some of them are important, like the Sun King and his advisor and um Erin, who's a big part of the story going forward, and Val, who's a big part of the story going forward, um. And some of the other characters are mentioned by name, but like you don't go back to the Nora lands. No, you don't go yeah, back don't. to the matriarchs. Yeah. Um, so they 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 picked a few certain characters for you to uh, be reacquainted with um, yeah. at the Daunt and during this this revisit. And they're all characters that I saw at the end of the game in the first game because I happened to do their side quests. If I hadn't done them, then the start of this game would have been a bit confusing. But they're they're, they're great characters from those side quests. They're, they're some of the few memorable characters from those side quests. Yeah. One character who I didn't recognize was the same person who I didn't recognize at the end of the first game after it had been like two years since I'd done her side quest. I'm like, right. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> and then I get to the town and Aloy's like, Petra? I'm like, I don't know who you are. And then I read the like bio and they're like, oh, she brought the explosives to Meridian at the end of the game. I'm like... Oh, you're the person I couldn't remember in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. P- point being, though, like it sort of, it was a a reincentive to me to do some of those um, side quests to be like, no, like they care. This is important to Aloy's story, even if it's even if it's something you can miss, even if it's something you can optionally choose to avoid. Like there are some good stories to be told here and some interesting characters. Um, yeah, I don't know, I. Jeremy, what? Here's what I want you to do. I don't need to talk too much on this because I haven't played that much. But sure. So you start the game and you're in this really linear section, mm-hmm. um, and it and it had me. Uh, I was like, oh, this is like all of those 
the story missions that where you like go into a facility uh in the main game I, i'm i'm here for this i'm and you get you get pepperings of story throughout um i thought that was really well done mm-hmm. and then you do this sort of visit to meridian and then you go to the daunt and you're riding this elevator down and you're having this conversation with the lift master and then you get down and you talk to this stuffy person and they're like okay now that you're here please go and fix our problems and then it and then that's kind of when it opens you out to this really small part of the open world. Yeah. What's the first thing I do? As in what should you do? What do you think is the first thing I did? Uh, looked for collectibles. Uh, well, no. Yes and no. I opened the map to see my objectives. And you zoomed all the way out. I did do that, which yeah. was fun. Yeah. But no, first thing that happened, I opened the map to see the, the story waypoints mm-hmm. and then two question marks pop in on my screen <laughs> and i'm like "Ooh, <laughs> something in the complete opposite direction <laughs> and i went that way and i died and there's no like auto saving and oh it what it threw me back like 10 minutes and i'm like all right fine i won't go there i'll go do the story for a bit <laughs> but i spent like <laughs> there's this bell. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of I was like, oh, I'm not doing that again. I didn't do anything and I died. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Um, but yeah, it was like, you can go to this village that's literally right in front of you, or you can go south, east, north, and all the way around the valley to this one question mark at the in the north there. I think it's a cauldron, maybe. Right. Um, I, I didn't make it, but yeah, I, I immediately was like... Let's go off track. What's, what's the question mark? What What yeah. is it? What's there? Show me. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I, this game is so pretty. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so pretty. It's alarmingly gorgeous. Like I, I, and I, I sent a message to the, um, discord chat last night or this morning saying like, I don't, I don't want 8k to like resolution to really take off in the next 15 or 20 years. Because at the moment we we've got games that can do 4K with a lot of compromises. I would rather sit with happy high definition ray trace, 60 frames per second 4K performance, um, and really realize that 4K potential with the next console, um, with more powerful hardware, rather than trying to push onto the next thing and being like, oh well, I could do 4K 60, or I could do 8K 30. Like, let's just make 4K the best it can be because we don't need double the resolution of 4k at the moment it's so granular (laughs) and so pretty we're not look 8k is not coming soon no there's there's the 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 returns are increasingly diminishing and i know that is a that is a a, what's the you don't need to say both of those because that's what that means but like it's a like it's a tautology yeah it's um, you, it's you don't you don't need 8K. Um, there's no content to support it, and there's barely any screens to support it. Um, and for the sizes of TVs, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, it, totally. Unless you've got a 120 inch wall monitor or something, you don't need 8K. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I'll say on this, the the borrowers. As opposed to the 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 watches, the the borrowers are these new little little stocky legged. They're basically otter creatures. They're they gigantic are. otters. Yeah, otter and they're the weasels. cutest fucking things. They're so funny, aren't they? Uh, watch, so watches cute. are still in it, um, but yeah. I 
I thought they were, yeah, but they they've they've only been um burrowers so far. Sure. The the two different the new monsters you've I've seen at the start here, one of them's like a like a hyena kind of a type of yeah. I don't know what it's called, a scra- a scavenger or something. Yeah. Um but they make way more animalistic noises that are more specific to the ones they're imitating than I would have said the previous monsters and and animals did. There's a lot more like bespoke character like like monster animal animations now like they they they've they put a ton of work into it and it really shows like there's there's a ton of really unique little mannerisms and and little character bits that you can see that are like oh like you're really trying to make this feel real and it it shows mm-hmm so yeah, I think the I think the cinematics are amazing. I think the uh, animation quality for the uh, real time conversation cutscenes look fantastic. Not that stiff and awkward like they were in the first game. I think they're really gorgeous. I think the music is really dynamic and fun and great mixes of old themes and awesome new themes and um, really good for bespoke gameplay moments as well. I think it's. Even, I'm enjoying it so much more than I thought I would. And like, like the, the climbing has been improved as well. It's like there's there's, there's a lot more there's a lot more specific, you specificity. Can, you can really tell when you're supposed to be climbing. Um, yes, uh, and when you're not, and it makes that very clear to you. Um, yep, and you can climb more things. You're not just stuck on invisible walls all the time. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's just, it's so fun. I, they, they, they've done a great job so far. And I'm you, excited to play until the end of my game trial and then come over and borrow your game disc. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and I'll bring back Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? What? <laughs> you don't need PlayStation Plus, Plus, Plus. You've just got me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you, but you might for not a long be able time, to play that was all it. I needed, Jeremy. You might not be able to borrow it because... You're not the only like you know my housemates got PS5 now like it's it's that's not true a... that's true and if that's the case I'll I'll go find like a secondhand something yeah I'll go I'll go see if I can rustle up the cash for it mm. uh but yeah like play this game everyone <laughs> oh and the other the other thing I was gonna say was I am I was just sitting there going like oh I'm just climbing a thing because there's a question mark on top of this mountain. And I'm so here for it right now. I was so ready for that kind of gameplay. I was just, <laughs> give me a few tick boxes. Give me a few things to just go and do. And then there's story in the middle and there's great cutscenes. And I'm awed by the open world and I'm loading the photo mode. It's just, ah, oh, very good. Very, yep. very good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go on a break now. Um, we'll see how long this takes when we get back last week was a very long segment but we're going to talk about games that we 100% and complete when we come back uh so uh have a think about what your answer would be and answer the question along with us when we'll be right back Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've been talking about shoju and drinking from cans Sorry, and glasses I, and the I, difference. I need to stop Tween? you. I really Why? almost immediately. Why? How do you say the name of that liquid? Is it shoju or is it shochu? 
I think it's soju. Soju? Yeah, there's no H in it. Fucking shit. I don't know. I just saw it in that ad that we spoke about in the break, live on Twitch chat. Look, unless you've heard something I that I haven't. But I definitely know, no, how, to I, write, I, definitely know how to write it. Yeah, no, it, it's soju. It's soju. Yeah. What is? What was the word I was thinking of? Shonen? Uh, <laughs> like the anime? Oh, no, this is why I was confused. So we're talking about minus uh, 196. It says shochu on it. Oh, S-H-O-C-H-U. I also wasn't Maybe sure it's like that- a, you could you could say it you can you can write the English version of that very Japanese word different ways. Right, okay. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> I went to write Split the difference. I went to went to write one nine six into Google and it it autocorrected to the nineteen sixty seven referendum in Australia. Which is not which is which is not what I wanted to that was not what I was looking for. I put in minus one nine six, and it gave me nothing. It gave me zero yeah, search results. It, it, it's because so what you're doing there is a formula. You were saying do not look for anything that has one nine six in it. Um, if you ever need to Google something and you want to exclude a specific type of result, you can do minus and then the phrase. Yeah, it's it's funny how you could do that in Google. I remember I went to uh, like a library lesson. It was like in VCE. It was like the one time a year the librarians like taught the students and it was like, you can get real specific with Google. I was like, oh, right. cool. <laughs> it was either that or it was that at uni. I don't remember where it was, but I remember getting that lesson somewhere and being like, this is very specific. Uh, Jeremy. Carrie. Right as we, or during the break, I realized there was a thing that I have been playing this week a great story that I could tell from my game playing this week that I completely forgot uh, that would tell a great, that would be a great story for the podcast. So I'm going to tell it now after the break, uh, which is where we are right now. We're going to do it right now. Welcome. Um, Go for your life. I was playing, I was playing Apex this weekend with Ollie and you for a bit as well. Yep. Uh, And we were having a great time. Ollie and I got a couple of wins. Didn't get any wins when we were with Jeremy, but that's all right. Uh, For the course. Jeremy left at some point during the evening. Ollie and I went a bit later. Um, and my oh, friends... So I, don't, in... I don't know this story. No, no. Uh, no, you don't know this story. Yeah. And so I've got some friends in another server who I know from like high school and they play as well. And I've been meaning to play with them, but I never sync up and I never think to jump in and stuff like that. And I don't know some of their friends, so I get a bit like, oh, but I should really go in and play it. But point being, there's this other group of friends who I know play Apex. Sure. Um, and when I was inviting you, I saw that they were playing too. So we get into this match and we land, it's on Storm Point. We land in this, in Array, you know, the, the one that's got like the, the buildings on top of the big satellite dish underneath. Sure. Um, I hate landing there. There's a lot of places in that map where, which are like, you are vulnerable from all sides. And every, anytime I'm in one of those spots, I always die. You hate landing that's anywhere in that map. <laughs> I like a lot of places, like the, like the pit, like the hole in the... In the ceiling and oh, north yeah. of there, I like a lot of places. But the, 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 the prowler pit and array, and like all of those, I I always die in those spots. I always get clowned on there. So we land, and uh, a bunch of people land there too. We've got a third. The third seems to be holding their own pretty well, but they they die and then they disconnect pretty quickly. So Ollie picks up my banner, and it's just him. He's playing Bangalore, so he's using smoke grenades to hide a lot. And there's this one team, and they're they're on him. 
Mm-hmm. They're trying to get him. And he's getting scanned multiple times. And there there wasn't a crypto drone, but he he's running, right? And so it's like, you know, jump off the off the scaffolding down to the dish below and like jump up over the pipe and then like take a hard left and do a smoke grenade and then turn right through the smoke. And like he's avoiding him and then they catch him right at the end before he gets away. So he has to keep avoiding. And then and then he gets scanned by this bloodhound. And it's like, oh hang on, there wasn't a bloodhound in that team. Someone else is here. And so he's trying, he's trying, and then he ends up standing on the outside of one of the buildings, like against one of the outside exterior walls where you're not really supposed to be. There's like a tiny lip you could stand on. Mm. And so he would have been exposed from any of the walkways around him. And so he's like, well, they've lost me. The the normal team's lost me, but there's a bloodhound that knows I'm here somewhere (laughs) from this new team. So he starts healing and reloading his guns. And then he's he's looking around and someone he could see someone on one of the scaffoldings. So he tries to run around. He tries to end up climbing up, but he gets stuck underneath like the lip of the roof. So he's just stuck holding up <laughs> to this corner of the roof like a moth. Yeah. Like <laughs> and they moth. shoot at him. And he's like, oh fuck. And the whole the whole chase scene is is up again. He 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 jumps down and smoke grenades and left and right and up and down. And he's hiding in the plants. He got away from that team and he runs that way. And there's another team. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> and he fucks up the other way. And then the bloodhound scans him again, and he runs into the pit, and they don't have him yet. They, they, they don't have his, his trail. He's not getting shot at. Uh, so we're in the Prowler pit, this other spot that I hate, and there's a respawn beacon right in the middle of it. So Holly brings me back into this other spot that I hate, that I always die yeah, in. Just brings you back to hell. Yeah. And I find, like, like an R301 purple armor and peacekeeper, like, in, like, three bins I find. Like, it was a very, very nice. lucky drop. And yeah. so, like, I'm kitted up enough to handle myself. Yeah. We kill a few teams. Like, it starts popping off. That initial team, the, the Bloodhound team, we don't know what's happened with them. Um, there's another couple of teams. We finish them off. Anyway, we make our way around the barometer. And the zone's getting pretty close. It's coming in. And someone calls in a mobile respawn beacon. There's been a lot of fighting that we're just circling around. Someone calls in a mobile respawn beacon, though. The person who calls it in is really weak. We finish them off. Ollie and I are trying to be like, what are we going to do next? We don't know what's going to happen. And then we hear a, a respawn ship come in above us. And we're like, is someone using that mobile respawn from like 10 meters behind us that we killed the person for? And so we go back and sure enough, there's a team of two who, who just brought back their buddy. And so we start laying into them and Ollie dies. And I think I, I, th- I think we take out two of them, but Ollie goes down and I have to run for the line. And it's, it's a really messy fight. And, and it, by this point, it's like the third or fourth zone. So the, the zone's getting really tight. It's getting really painful. And so I just have to run. I pick up a crabber from the, from a, from a drop. I'm, um, and <laughs> but when I kill one of the, the these one of the two people who were alive and they when they respawn the third. Mm-hmm. And I recognize the name as one of my friend's friends from the server. Right. And so I'm running and I'm like, wait, I know this, I know this, this is the team, this is my friends. <laughs> and so I'm running and I I alt tab as fast as I can and I write, Don't kill me <laughs> into the other <laughs> Discord server. And at the same time, they've realized it's me and they're adding me. <laughs> That's funny. And so I finally get safe and I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and so we start kind of doing this debrief and Ollie's like, Kerry, you have a crowd, but there's people in front of you. So I'm getting distracted. And Ollie's like, stop fucking around. <laughs> he's not angry with you, but he's like, pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really late. Um, uh, and so what was it? 
Yeah, I said, I said, don't kill me with an M because I mm-hmm. typed really fast. Mm. They said, two of us just went down, rip. Uh, pretty sure you're still alive. Good luck. And so the zone's closing in. There's fighting over there. I'm one person. I've got a Kraber. I can't hit any headshots, so I'm not killing anybody. Um, and so I have to circle around the beach. And I'm running. And I'm running. The zone's closing. In. It's getting pretty small. And I start walking towards this, ar- around this rock. And then I see this like sort of blue glow in one of the in one of these little hedges. I'm like, I think someone's crouched there. And then this seer turns around and looks at me. And then we start blasting each other. <laughs> and then and then I managed to get the kill. And it's my friend Tim, <laughs> who was the who was the person they respawned with the mobile respawn beacon. He landed with nothing. He said he had to assume someone else's identity. And then I died immediately after that because we drew attention from the, the teams that were alive. Yeah, right. And so we just start going into this big debrief afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. That was so fun and so silly. Tim said, I watched my team die before my eyes and I had to assume the identity of another. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, so then we were like, wait, the, was your friend a Bangalore? We saw them in a ray. Were they hanging out on the side of a building? And we're like, was that you? <laughs> we were chasing them the whole time and they downed us in the pit with the prowlers. And oh, it was so funny. I was like figuring it out at the time. That's very funny. And, and then this long debrief I did afterwards with them. It was so hilarious. <laughs> it was such a good energy. We were laughing so hard afterwards. That's good. It was a very good time. I, uh, I enjoyed that greatly. Mm. Uh <laughs> So yeah, that was it. Just like you know, not not too out of the out of the realm, but it was very surprising and very fun. Mm. Uh, now we should move on to the topic of the show. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, how did we name this one again? Because uh, right now in the doc, I've written, "Who do you one hundred percent a game?" <laughs> Why did you write it like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you said it's already for us. Remember, when do you one hundred percent a game? I think is what we decided. When do you one hundred percent a game? Under what circumstances are you completing a game? I preferred why. Why are you 100%ing a game? Yeah. Why do you 100% a game? Or why would you? Jeremy, sometimes I don't 100% a game. Yeah, yeah, why would you? (laughs) Yeah, why would you 100% a game? Why the fuck would you, Gary? (laughs) All right. So who do you 100% a game? Um, We've got a few subcategories here. (laughs) Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about like games that we have one hundred percented, and but like what what are the qualities of a game? I guess we're gonna talk about the qualities of a game that makes us want that inspires us to complete it. Yeah. In comparison to games that don't. That's sort of the general vibe of the conversation. So we're gonna start off with Jeremy. What was the last game you one hundred percented? I think it was Astro's Playroom. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. I've been that was t- a, that was an easy platinum. It was an easy platinum, and I've been trying to think of one that has happened since. Yeah. And I don't think there is anything. Right. That's that fair. You're not, you're not, you, 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 I mean, especially the last few years, you've been very, you know, trying as many different things as you can kind of a vibe from you, I feel like. Kind of. Like, not so say. much recently, but like, yeah, like, it's been very, like, let's, uh, let's try some games that I might not have necessarily tried in the past like you know like buying gran turismo 7 for example not exactly my wheelhouse no pun intended but like a you know uh let's see what this has to offer i guess have you 100 percented neon white no not yet okay 
There is, there but is. But you a, said you were going to, so that's that's yes. on the list of, of yes, it's, it's candidates. It's, yes, it will be. It will be one that I do before the end of the year. It will become mm-hmm. one of my most recent. But also, I'm about ninety five percent through one hundred percent in Bloodborne. Ah, uh, you have been working on that. And now that I have online connectivity back in my Bloodborne save, I can finally go back and do it. Hmm. You said you fixed that. Did you have to do anything or was it just fixed? No, nah, I, 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 I had to act, I'd actively do some things. I had some cloud save shenanigans? or Yeah, so, I, so, so this, is, this is weird. It, it will sometimes lose, lose connection to some of the online chalices that you generate. And then when that happens, it just errors out to the point that if you try and connect to us if you try and load a save that is that like while the client is online because you can you can decide to play it offline thank god you can decide to play it offline um uh the moment you Babylon's fall (laughs) the 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 moment you try and log in to the game it will just boot you back out to the menu saying cannot connect to the bloodborne servers um and so the way i had to do it is i had to i had to i had to change the state of the game in any way at all Upload that to the cloud save, and then download the cloud save. Launch mm. the game while also all my challenge, all, all my chalices had been closed. Interesting. Um, so close all the dungeons, and then I had to edit the state of the game, which means I just went to a random NPC and killed him. Um, one that I knew I was done with. Um, Couldn't you have just killed an enemy and gotten a different soul count, and that would have? I, I don't think that was enough. Um, I, I like everyone in the in everyone on Reddit was saying like, yeah, like just go in and just kill a random NPC. Um, I think it had to. There had to be a a, a reason the the game had to update. Interesting. Um, That's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it ended up working. Um, first try for mm-hmm. me, which not doesn't work for everyone, but it worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. So then I can load up the I can load up the cum dungeon, um, and get eighty five thousand souls immediately. I don't think I've heard this particular term from you before, Jeremy. Would you like to elaborate? There's a chalice dungeon, and they all yeah. have seeds, which yeah. are like you know the 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 string which which is, determines the generation of the dungeon. Yeah, and there's one where if you type in the word "come" with four M's and then FPK at the end, um, the, it, it's it's a glitched dungeon where the moment you walk in, like 15 seconds later, you get 82,000 souls, and you can dungeon. just you can just refresh that dungeon. Over and over and over again to get like millions of souls. Oh my god! I know, and the, the the gift to the souls community is that that one has got the word "come" in it with four M's. <laughs> is it the only one? It's the most. It, it's as far as I'm aware, it's the single most efficient way to get souls. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. It's incredible, isn't it? Oh, so advertiser unfriendly. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Right, we don't, we don't have so funny. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Become Dungeons <laughs> back online. <laughs> so games that I've 100% most recently. <laughs> um, oh god. Uh, my most recent... So it was interesting. I... I don't know that I've 100 percent of the game that wasn't on PlayStation anytime sure. recently. Um, not really 100 percenting anything on my Switch. Uh, I haven't 100 percent anything on my Xbox. I don't really do it on PC. Uh, Sam, I'm just gonna 
just in Twitch chat. I think it might be on a bit of a delay. You might want to refresh your browser. Um, but in terms of games that I've uh, uh, platinumed most recently, which is my best indicator of when I've completed something, uh, uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was the most recent thing I completed. And that was really close to release. That was June or July last year. Yeah. Um, so it's been a full year since I've done something like that. I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that was that was a great platinum. Uh, Insomniac are really good with their platinums. Before that was um, Ghost of Tsushima. And then before that was uh, Final Fantasy VII. I did that one a number of months after it finished. And then before that was Astro's Playroom. Um, I, it might not quite have been that um, that order, but something like that. Uh, but yeah, Ratchet & Clank was a, a good platinum. Um, it, you, didn't it, ha- you didn't have to 100% that game to get the platinum though, did you? So that's the thing, and that yeah. sort of leads me to a question I had. It's and not the I'm same not thing. Sure... It's not the same Pardon? thing. Pardon? I don't think it's the same thing. I, I agree, right? So, and this this sort of blends with our next sub subheading, which is what is the desire to 100%. Um, and so the, the question, uh, sort of a, a question I had that I thought of with the Ratchet Platinum, it reminded me of the Spider-Man for PS4 Platinum. Yeah, yeah. And how that was the, the like one of the most common Platinums that people have gotten because it's really not that hard. There's like 50 photograph locations that aren't that, noticeable to you but then at the end at the like the final gadget you get at level 50 is like a find the photo opportunity thing yeah yeah um so it's interesting right because you can look at a a platinum trophy list or a trophy list or an achievements list and you can be like oh that's an easy platinum and then the game can have things underneath it that you actually can do that uh more completion markers than what the achievements allow for yeah but if you go back 10 years or more 15 years to the advent of achievements and you start looking at the all those achievements and they they do account for every um thing or they they give you you know if it's gears of war for example they think a real achievement in that game is killing ten thousand people in the multiplayer that's an achievement that's a mark of you doing something in the game that's or two million enemies in the campaign Right, that is or so I, many. I, I think it was either 2 million or 200,000. It was a lot. It was like one that you would work on for years. Yeah, yeah. So then it becomes this weird thing of like uh, uh, a uh, this, there's been this trend in the last five years to make platinum trophy lists or trophy lists rather and platinum trophy uh, requirements less demanding than needing to 100% a game. And I feel like that's only really in Sony first party. All the third-party games, for the most part, still are just do literally everything. I don't, I don't know if that's true. For, for instance, Final Fantasy VII Remake, there isn't a, a trophy to get all of the manuscripts, which are the things that give you like character level points in hard mode. Right. Um, they're, they're the only way to level up your character once you get past level 50. They're the only way to upgrade your weapons. Um, that's something I haven't gotten all of. I'm missing two. Because there's alternate paths you can take in Chapter 9 and you can only get those manuscripts by playing in hard mode. So you have to play that chapter multiple times in hard mode. And I I had to play that chapter over and over for the the trophy list and I didn't get those manuscripts along the way. And I was like, I'll come back to that later. Never did. But I got the platinum. Right. 
did I complete the game or did I not complete the game? Everyone's full level except for Cloud, who's missing two manuscripts. Yeah, right. So it's a weird... Mm. Like I, I feel like I feel like uh, you know all the Ubisoft games are like 100% it um, just called like uh, by and large open world games are do everything. Um, it is do all the side quests, get all the collectibles, do all the missions, do register all, of, all the vehicles. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like that. Is, that tends to be the the 100% checklist. Um, sure. In a Ubisoft game, though, they will give you more and more ways in-game to track all of those things. So it's yes. easier to get that stuff in-game without going to a guide. Yes, definitely. Um, they, uh, they, they, uh, they cater to the people that want to do that, I think, is a fair, a fair assessment. Same with like Bethesda games as well. You know, it's like, you know, it's it takes multiple runs, but it's like, yeah, like, you know, do this entire quest line, do this entire quest line, do this entire quest line, do this yeah, entire quest line. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, get this kind of ending. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So this this question, what is the desire to 100 percent I remember um it it depends a lot of the time on like my mood, you know what I mean? Like I 100 percented uh Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um I did all of Black Flag, I think. Yeah, and part of that's because Ubisoft game, it was actually quite easy to find all of the chests and all of the diving locations. And and all the shanties. All the shanties and all the pirate ships and all the locations. They made it accessible for you to do. Even more so in Syndicate, I feel. Like, they just just gave you all the information to complete the game. Um, But that was a very, like, I just finished high school, uh, it's summer, I'm at home a lot, playing the game a lot kind yeah. of a thing like i'm playing this listening to podcasts watching northern line on my other monitor just playing and playing and playing and playing until it's done um sort of like how i mentioned playing final fantasy 13 before right and how um i tried the side quests and i actually remember quite enjoying those when i was younger and playing them yesterday i started going to sleep because like there's actually not that much content in terms of what's actually happening it's pretty boring it's not mm-hmm. that actively engaging yeah yeah and so to make myself do all of those at this point, I'm like, fuck, why would I bother? Why would I waste my time? Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, I don't want to do all of that really boring stuff. I, I, I like having a completion metric. I like having a, you have experienced what this game has to offer milestone that isn't a an exhaustive, cataloging, encyclopedic checklist that's absolutely a pain in the ass to complete which is funny because i think ubisoft are the ones that began the trend of fuck this has got a lot of collectibles um (laughs) because it goes back to the to the fucking feathers in assassin's creed 2 right that was that was one of the biggest like there's a hundred collectibles and you don't know where they are there's a hundred feathers in this game that's crazy and now i'm playing the lego star wars um skywalker saga and there's one thousand bricks to collect and they are the got like it's it's look it's across six movies sorry nine movies of 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 locations but a brick is find a kyber brick in a building or do a puzzle to do it or a side quest so is it sort of taking place of where you would have found the mini kits in previous no, games? No, so, so mini kits are still there. There's only five in our level now. Um, as opposed to, I think there used to be ten. Um, yes. 
and but like the uh, instead of the you know there was like like the true Jedi meter that you would that you would build up as the like as you collect studs and you build that up throughout a level. So now that the, there's three levels of true Jedi, um, and each one of them will get you another brick. Um, th- th- there are many many more reasons now to give you bricks, but it is funny to get the first one and see one out of one thousand six hundred and no one thousand one hundred and sixty three or something. <laughs> um, oh, save me! And like, it's also very funny to enter like some of the more populated and larger areas that are open world, like Coruscant, for example, um, mm-hmm. and have the brick detector turned on, and have your entire screen bombarded with locations of bricks. Uh. And so in those areas, I just turn that back off. <laughs> yeah. Go about my way until I've made my way through maybe a section until I can finally piece it together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the desire to 100%, however, I think for me comes from a reason to play the game that I love more. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. I think I think that is not dissimilar to you with Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, all all of these games: Ratchet, Spider Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Astro. I, I might wager that maybe Ratchet and Ghost of Tsushima, Spider Man, maybe not, but Ratchet and Ghost of Tsushima. You looked at the list of the required one hundred percent collectibles and went, "Actually, I can manage that." Yeah, like that is doable. I could have fun doing this, as opposed to. I want any reason to play more of this game. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because um, you didn't 100% those games. True. You did the Platinum, which is the... I don't think I've I've really ever had that drive to go that hard. Yeah. Um, I'm, except for when I was younger and you could play Ratchet & Clank over and over with the challenge mode. I did that a lot. Mm. And yeah. there was like one gold bolt I couldn't get. Whereas, uh, maybe this is a a different kind of comparison, but so, so I, I am going for the platinum of Bloodborne. I will say that, that evens out to being basically a hundred percent. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and so the difference is there's, there's a lot of duplicate weapons, which are of a higher grade, but are the same weapon. Right. And I don't know if I'd count that. So you've experienced the weapon. Yes, I've like it's the exact same weapon. It is just a higher level, and it's got a different. You name. just haven't collected it from yeah. that spot in that place. It, it, for it, this it, challenge. It is the like as opposed to the saw blade. It is the uncommon saw blade, right? It is literally just a higher grade. Um. So I'm gonna go for the platinum. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all the stuff, but what if I played it as a different class? <laughs> You could what do if, that. What if I played the entire thing again after the Platinum, just in a different run altogether? You could do that. What if I use trick weapons? So then then you have to ask yourself what the definition of 100% is. Yeah. Is do it, you have to complete a run as every class? Do you have to complete the run with every type of weapon? Do you have to complete the run as with every different... Uh, like face structure type in the character creator, <laughs> like the answer you know to all of I mean? those, like the answer to all of those is no. Um, but I think it's it's about experiencing the content uh, 
No, rather, it is completing the content, I believe, is what 100%ing is. Mm. To me. Mm. Um, for example, uh, the Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, you have Jiminy Cricket's journal to chronicle everything yep. that is happening in the game. Um, and that also doubles as your, your, your um, collectibles list. It doubles as your mini games list, and if you've got the pass score on all the mini games, um, as it's well your as stats page, it's yeah, it's your everything. It's your it's your journal, and the uh, the like hundred percenting that is what gives you the one hundred percent in it. Um, that being said, there are a couple of things that are not in there, but. I think you still need them to do other things anyway, so they don't like track them. But it's like it's they're, sure. they're, they're, yeah, it's it's hard to determine what one hundred percent is. Some games yeah. don't even allow you to get to one hundred percent, like just cause two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that game's broken. Yeah, that game's bugged. There's a um, so I was looking at Persona Five Royals Platinum list at the moment. A very high percentage of people have that platinum, by the way, because I think it, a lot of people who have Royal are the people who who bought who already love Five. Yeah. And they're so bought in. Um, it's a pretty achievable list. There's not too many things you can miss. Um, stuff like get a perfect result on your school exams. I'm a bit worried about because I haven't done that yet. Um, and like that's a that's a thing that's like they're set. You know, like yeah, you can't mm-hmm. I can't just take another one when I want to. Like that nope. happens on that date. <laughs> um, and it's things like. Most of the ones I've got left is like, uh, defeat the optional, like, very difficult boss in Mementos and, like, go to the maid cafe a few times. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, but then in Persona 5 Royal, they also have this thing called the Thieves' Den, mm. which is a place where you can go and, like, you earn tokens throughout the game that you can only spend in this place. And what you spend them on is things like concept art and uh, soundtrack like things and then you can when you buy soundtrack for like two and you end up with hundreds by the end of the game for like two of the tokens then you can set it as the music for the thieves den when you're in there or you can just listen to it when you want to you can unlock all the the uh different models and display them in the middle of the thieves den of like final bosses of dungeons or uh places that you go to in the world and stuff like that and it's exhaustive and in that place there are specific medals that you can find for doing X number of things, like ambushing enemies 50 times. Like it's sort of that kind of thing. Because of that, there's like 50, 60 checkboxes like that. And those are exhaustive. They are absolutely, and think there are things in there that I've hardly touched or I've done once, or I haven't even done. And I'm not interested in doing, but it has a very achievable, a very achievable platinum. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And I've experienced a lot of that game, but I don't want to grind out finding every persona and getting a max 99 level this and mm. and like going through the side quests for the twins because I don't care about it that much. And like, it's it's strange. Yeah. When it is, we look it, at it these. is strange. We've got these sort of dueling definitions. Because the platinum is kind of arbitrary. Yeah. It's but- also modern. Like it's new. It's not something that happened... 15 years ago yeah but like the the 100 percent is also like well like maybe they should have stopped at the platinum for collecting some of this stuff yeah that's true like so i think that i think and that's that's a perfect segue i think into what turns you off 100 percent in games 
Um, you know, it can be, it can be, I think back to before we had trophies. I think back to something like Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker, you know, Zelda games. And you'd finish the game and you'd have like 16 hearts out of 20. And, you know, you'd have upgraded your bow quiver once and you'd have found a bunch of heart pieces, but you only had like three out of five in that moment and you knew there were more. And Sure. Just stuff like that. And it's like, I know I can find stuff, but I've been playing this game and doing things. I don't necessarily know where to look. And to the idea for me of just playing and hoping I find stuff and hoping I remember things that maybe I forgot along the way or combing every single part of every single map and still missing stuff because there's some secret that I don't think to look at this certain way. That gets pretty tiresome for me pretty quickly. Like, within a couple... Like, say I finished Twilight Princess, and I'm like, oh, I know, I know I've got this side quest, and i got this to do. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do next. That moment of, oh, I don't know what to do next, that only takes me so far most times. Um, did, did that used to happen to you when you were a kid as well? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And I mean, kind of even more so, right? Because back then, like, it was a big deal if I finished a game because maybe it got hard or I didn't know how to beat it or maybe I got too scared of a Zelda boss. That happened with me with Twilight Princess again. Um, or I didn't. I was 12 playing that, but there's these really creepy hands at the end of one of the, the final dungeons. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, and it, it freaked me the hell out. And it's funny because a friend of mine asked me to come over to his place and help him with a spider boss that I had no trouble with. You know, it's stuff, any shit, shit like that. Um, but point being... Yeah, like, if I didn't, if I, if I got less hooked, I'm going to come back to it again for, like, the third time. That, that Final Fantasy thirteen story familiar is from playing yesterday. Like, you kind of, you got me to the point of, like, I'm just playing now. Right. I think the only thing that can keep me hooked at that point is the gameplay has to be fantastic. And that's why I did it for Assassin's Creed 4 and Black Flag and 2. I've done it with 2 twice. Like... It's that kind of, unless the gameplay is stellar and I just love doing all of the things every second, like I love running and attacking and jumping. If you've made the base verbs of that game enjoyable to do, then like, it won't take me much to go and 100% it. But if I enjoy the, the gameplay well enough, but need a bit more motivation to keep going, then I'm probably not going to do it, right? Like First Horizon game, when I beat it, I was done. Well before I beat it, I was done. And I had to come back to it. Mm. Yeah. I... Resident, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, I've been meaning to come back to it. But the, the 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 active verbs of that game, a lot of that is like clean horse and go to sleep and put your hat on. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is which is what pulled me through that game. It was like it's it's, it's immersion. It was it was yeah it was the um the the, the simulation aspect of it. Um, Red Dead Redemption is the best cowboy simulator. Definitely, um, definitely, and that was fun for a bit. But then when I died, or like I ran my horse into a tree for the fifth time, or I had to do another ride from Strawberry to fucking I don't know where, and it took fifteen minutes. Like I was like, oh man. Yeah, I I I, I miss that, um, which is which is interesting. But I also hundred percent at Horizon. Yeah, that's um, funny. Mm. You're there for the vibes. Actually, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. I platinumed Horizon. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of meaningless collectibles in Horizon. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, that you like, you just ignore completely. Um, 
I can't believe you didn't visit every machine site and visit every campfire. I did every campfire. Um, <sighs> because it, I'm sorry. Well, no, like it, it was fine because I did it over the entire... I did it over a playthrough, but I didn't like... I didn't seek out everyone. I just happened to do it as I was doing all the 100% stuff. Um, and I, I, th- I think by the end, I had two that I didn't have. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just go get them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the the things that put me off, yeah, are meaningless tasks taking a while. But I, I also, when I was younger, I was one to just play through again to find new things. I yeah. have... I don't know how many hours worth of me exploring the streets of New Mabasa in Halo 3 ODST because I was looking for secrets. Yeah. I was looking for Easter eggs. I would, I know how to glitch that game. I know how to like position the, the, I know how to position the um, mongoose and get a buddy in co-op and stand and look and jump so that we keep bumping each other up to glitch out of the arenas to get into rooms that you're not supposed to be in. Um, we used to do it for hours. Uh, I, I played through Halo Reach a million times trying to trigger a legendary ending that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, the, the the you know even um, Ratchet and Clank the originals on on PS2 I would spend hours in that looking for secrets and Easter eggs and like I would that was back in the day where skill points in that game were tricky and also I didn't know what they what they, what they were there was a yeah. there was a riddle description and you had was, to do very specific things on specific planets and it was my job to figure out like what they were and so it would me just trying to be there solving a puzzle mm. and just having entire play sessions and I'm like yeah well didn't get it. I think those PS2 Ratchet games are some of the best to complete. I, I think so. And I think that that was what sort of primed me for enjoying the riddle. Um, enjoying, like, spinning that Rubik's Cube and trying to find out how to make a face of the same color. Yeah. Um, whereas, I think now there is less... There is less riddle in 100%ing things. It's not a puzzle to be solved. It is hours spent. Yeah, and like we've we've seen a lot of tricks, right? Like we've seen a lo- we've seen a lot of what the the games industry has to offer in terms of things to do. Yeah, and I think in the AAA space, modern games have a lot of bloat. Definitely. And a lot of things that if you cut it, the game is probably a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are less Time to- is important and this and that. There and are yeah. less things that you need to do and so you're not as distracted. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't need base building in a Fallout game. And yet, some people like it. That's cool. That being said, <laughs> I don't think it really adds much to it um, and creates an entire new set of time and work that people then need to put in to support that feature to make it to make people like you and me included feel like it's worth doing 
because yeah. our time is more limited than ever and you need things but they to, want it and they 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 they're fucking buying for it and they need a reason to make everything feel like you need to do it um so yeah i think i think like unimportant features will make me not want to 100% a game um an in, an excruciating amount of collectibles will not make me want to 100% a game mm. and of course the old multiplayer achievements will not make me want to complete a game 100% a game and Jeremy, I think that is an excellent segue into our final subheading here. Worst 100% offenders. Um, I think the Naughty games are up there. Pardon? Naughty Dog games, I think, are up there. Naughty Dog's, like, trophy lists for everything in the PS3 were awful. They were the the worst. They were some of the, the absolute worst trophy lists I've ever seen. It's just stuff like... 20 kills with this gun, 20 kills with that gun, 10 kills with this one, 25 kills with this one. But then they also had multiplayer trophies in there, like non-negotiable ones that you need for the Platinum, which is like not everyone has internet access, not everyone enjoys the multiplayer, not everyone's good enough at it to get that stuff. And then the service Some of it was like, play with a Naughty Dog dev, right? And like, you can't control that. You just have to play. Yep. Um, Like that's, awful but then like the last of us as well they had some multiplayer ones in there but the single player ones are dreadful they're absolutely awful yeah you play through that game the whole way and your trophy list is like 20 percent complete and it's like what what how am i when was i supposed to get any of the rest of these yeah yep yeah yeah um gears of war that i mentioned before is pretty historically awful I, I don't know if the or uh, uh, multiplayer ones aside, um, I I kind of I kind of respect the ridiculousness of it, the Sisyphean uh, uh, task. Yeah, because because it, it 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 comes all the way around, right? It is yep. it is the the circle all the way back into like no, actually, all right, like you're you're going for something fucking stupid, because they did it in the first one. It was it was called like a, it it was called like extermination or something, in the first one. And in the second one, it was the exact same name for the exact same thing, except twice as many, and they just called that achievement 2.0. <laughs> um, I think it's called Seriously. Dot, yes, dot, dot. yes, Seriously, dot, dot, dot. And then it was Seriously 2.0 was the one for Gears of War 2. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure there was one in 3 as well. Um, that's that's yes. hilarious. Yes, the Seriously achievement is back in Gears of War Remaster seven years ago. Yeah, I, I think that's hilarious. And I also think that speaks directly to Cliffy. Um, I think that's that's very, like, that's a him thing. Um, mm. I think... There's part of it, it's like, you know, that makes sense. That actually is, like, something that not everyone's going to do. And that's actually quite impressive. And you put a lot of time into it. And you should be recognized if you get that far. That makes sense. And that's what horde mode is there for, right? Like, that's the that's that's the incentive to play their, their wave-based mode. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a pretty... You'd feel fucking great after you got it. The relief... You know, surely relief that you would probably then want to not play that game for quite a while, mm-hmm. but a but a genuine like fuck, I did it. If if I played with someone who's got it, I would be impressed. I'd yeah, be very yeah, impressed totally. that they got it. Um, yeah, kill, kill ten thousand people in versus competitive matches. This is before before horde mode in the first game. 
Sure, yes, yes. Um, I think that... I think Bloodborne's got a really good trophy list. Yeah. It's get the three endings, which is definitely the hardest. Yep. Because it means three full playthroughs. Um, but aside from that, it's all really manageable, I think is the way to do it. You know, I would say the same of Elden Ring's list. It's a lot of um, beat X boss. A lot, like I'd say 75% of the list is beat a boss. Sure. And so that takes you to a lot of the main areas to go, a lot of the bespoke areas. So obviously all of the rune bearers, all of the shard bearers, that means you get through all the story. There's a couple that's like, do this ending, do this, do that ending, do a third ending. But sure. not all the endings, which is good. Right. And then um, stuff like pick up every legendary weapon and armament. And like those are really specific. But I would say you could probably do all of that and have experienced only 60% of the game. You know what I mean? In terms of every weapon and fought every enemy and yeah, opened and every chest. and the, the plot lines between characters as well. Like, I yeah, doubt, I d- yeah, I d- yeah, I doubt yeah. they'd have trophies because they never have trophies in, in, in the Souls games. Well, they're so specific. Those are those are missable, you know, where it's like, oh, you, you've progressed this far in the story and so now this character's over there and or rather you'll never meet this character here so you, you don't get the chance to be friends with them now or something bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, worst 100% offenders. What else? Naughty Dog Games and Gears games. A lot of early achievement lists, definitely. Um, but in yeah. terms of 100%ing before achievements or irrespective of achievements, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I would say, is up there in terms of actually 100%ing it. I think that's, um, a, uh, I think that's, that's more due to the nature of that game. Though, yes, right? I agree. That's, but it would definitely be an absolute. I would say it's a worst one hundred percent offender. Yeah, right. Sam makes Sam has a suggestion in here, and I think it's more apt than you realize. Sam, GTA is, I think, really hard. Like, irrespective of achievements, their collectibles are so obscure and hard to find in so many of them. Like, sometimes it's just a piece of paper, or like pigeons that like have like a little glow on them, but the whole world's gray, so you can't see anything. Yeah, like right. GTA's 100%ing is, bleh, is so bad. Um, Minecraft, that's... Yeah, I don't know how you would 100% Minecraft. It, it, it's, it's just, it's boring. Um, cause you, it's like you, craft everything. Uh, I don't think it's everything, everything, because there's in-game achievements in Minecraft. Um, but, and, but the thing is, the Minecraft achievements are bad because it's a tree. Um, and so you can miss achievements, which will then lock out other ones because you haven't done the early one first. So it's do like a wooden one of all of these tools and then a stone one, then an iron one. But like, if you do like a bunch of stone tools and you don't do the wooden one first for whatever reason, which you might not, because you can go immediately to stone. Um, you then might do a bunch of stuff without realizing you haven't got the early one first. Yeah, and then hours later, you'll make a wooden hoe to do a random thing really quick, and then realize you popped an achievement and be like, "What the fuck?" Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think it's bad that you can get you can't get those out of order. Mm. Um, but I remember on the 360 when that game came out, there was a weird achievement for traveling, like I think it was 400 meters by minecart. Yeah, and it. Fucking took forever. So it was much iron. 
it was so much work. Like, yeah. a ridiculous amount of work, especially back That was then. one of the first Achievement Hunter videos for Minecraft, wasn't it? Like, their second or third one was getting it, it was, setting up a, a, a rail. Yeah, it was, it was the reason they started to play that game, because there was a reason to. Um, yeah, I think... Um, I think Vampire Survivors has got a great achievement list. <laughs> Slowly creeping up the top of your list. Ooh. It's coming really, back. It, it's not We're reach, coming back. It's not going to reach the highs of Neon White for me, but fucking hell is it close. It's got the endurance. Oh, it does. It really does. I keep coming back to it. It's the kind of... I didn't think we'd still be talking about it in July. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. It's it's interesting. I don't I don't think I 100% of the game before achievements. Really? Not even Ratchet and Clank or uh... No, maybe Ratchet and Clank. I think that's the sole exception is Ratchet and Clank maybe 2 and definitely Ratchet and Clank 3. Um not a uh not an Aragon in there, not an Aragon in sight. You know I I did 100%. I, I, I got to stop bringing it up. I did. I did 100%. I'm so I, glad you do because fuck, like... It I've keeps the point accidentally becoming I, relevant. Oh my God. Sam just said, fuck, it's July. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, uh, yeah, like I did 100% Aragon. That game was too easy to 100% though. Like, like there's 16 levels and there's one collectible in each of them. And once I realized that, I'm like, oh, I could do that. That was one I was glad to do because 100%ing it was relatively easy and I could figure it out myself. Whereas even the Ratchet and Clank games, that was when I st- that was probably one of the first times I looked up a walkthrough myself. Um, when we were playing Wind Waker and Dan and I were playing Wind Waker, uh, Dan actually printed out the game FAQ. I don't know if it was from GameFAQs, but we had a, we had like this this bundle of stapled sheets of paper that got more and more crinkled of like secrets to find and like what to find in each quadrant and stuff yeah. like that. Um, Did you ever 100% any of the Lego games? Because they were a big one for me to 100%. Just like get I all did. the characters, do all the all the mini kits and everything. You see, that's the that's kind of what I, what I was talking about before, right? Um, whereas like, you know, once it gets to the like, I've done this before, or like, I don't always love this gameplay 100% of the time, or like, that's enough now. Yeah. <laughs> like... For me, it was always. Like, I played those. I played the, those games heavily. I played them a lot, but I never got either of them to one hundred percent. For me, it was always finding out who the because there's all, there was always a secret character. There was always there was always a fun fun final character. Um, in the first one, I believe it was Han Solo because the first Lego Star Wars game was the prequels. Yeah. Um. Oh no no it was it was Vader and it was Leia, I believe. Yeah. Um, because at the end of that, when you 100%ed, you unlocked like the like a tiny the first level. mission of four. Yeah, but it, right? was, it, was, it was it was a different version of it. But yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, a, no, it but was, it was it was a teaser. But that's basically what it was. Yes, yeah, it was it was the the attack on Tantive. Um, that's, uh, yes. Uh, whereas the one for uh, Lego Indiana Jones, when you 100%ed that game. It was Han Solo. Because <laughs> oh. it's because it's Harrison with a blaster. Ford. Yeah, it was the only blaster in the game because it was it was it was Han Solo, That's Harrison very Ford. Strange. Yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, Sam, 
Sam says in the chat, which games were too easy to 100% like Aragon was? I, th- I think a lot of indie games are. Yeah. Um, just because they are shorter and also have less, like, they're not, they're not there to be replayed and replayed and replayed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think that they're, they are easy to 100%. Yeah. Um, also, like games that phoned it in, like at the end of the day, Aragon was a movie tie-in game. Yeah. Um, those games were made quick. They were made cheap. They were made probably with a whole lot of crunch, and they weren't especially great. Um, kind of without exception, there really weren't that many good movie tie-in games, except for the Spider-Man games. I think. Um, even then, it might have only just been two. Like, <laughs> uh, so. A lot, a lot of those, a lot of the ones where they they just, they were made too quick to be made well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a fun discussion. Mm. Sam's also about hundred percent Uncharted Goose game. I don't think I did. I think I did. If I didn't, I was close, but I mm. might have. I, 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 I don't think that quite one would remember. Be pretty easy. Rather, I don't think I don't feel like there would be that many things to do. There'd just be a number of head scratches, and then yeah, I think there was one or two that I was like, I think I knew, I knew the idea that I had to do, but I didn't quite know how to execute it, and I and I yeah. and I got kind of stuck. Uh, I think the most egregious game that I did one hundred percent was um, Arkham City. Ah, oh, oh. that that being said, that being said, I had a really fun time doing all the riddles. I, I looked oh, up only good. a handful of them and I and I figured the rest out and it was like it that's was great. Good. It was it was good fun. I judge myself when I can't do puzzles and get angry at myself, so I I I don't gel well with that kind of gameplay. Um but yeah, you as soon as you said Arkham City, I'm like, wow, there's so much to do in that. Oh the Riddler trophies. <laughs> yeah, I did I did all the Riddler trophies and then I put in in New Game Plus, did it all again. Why? Because you got a, there was, a, I think there was an achievement for getting for hundred percent of your game plus. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, but did you do it first and then do new game plus? Yeah. You found all you you one hundred percent of it and then one hundred percent of it. I believe so. Either that or one hundred percent it on two platforms. I definitely did it oh. twice. I definitely did it on oh. once on PC and once on on PlayStation Three. I feel ill. That was good fun. Egregious 100%. I don't know that I really did one of the... Actually, no, I I finished Just Cause 2 as well as I could. Oh, really? You did the 96.8, whatever it is. I got it to 99.6 something, which isn't as high as you can get it when it's glitched and broken. You can get it to 100%. Um, But I didn't... I didn't... I got it bloody close. I got I got it real close. But the thing with um that game is there are like uh like resources that you can collect. Yeah. And when you're close to it, like a radar pops up, like a little Wi-Fi bar. And the closer you get to it, it's like oh, two bars strength, three bars, four bars, five bars. It's close. Um. And all of the ones of those that are in the in cities and villages and locations are tied to the completion of that location. So like oh. There's a there's a thing you haven't blown up in this place. It's only ninety three percent complete. You blow up that thing, it's hundred percent. Or oh, you're in this village. There's only four resources to collect here. You pick up one, twenty five percent complete. You pick up four, hundred percent complete. Mm. There are resources in this world between the villages that aren't tracked anywhere, and so you don't actually really know where to look. And so I got I did all of the villages 
That's that's what I did. I did every single village. And then I did and, and then I just left it at that. Which was a lot. So I only I was only missing like one or two hundred resources out of like twenty four hundred, I think. And I did everything else, blew up everything else besides that. Did all the races. Um right. that that was fun. And I loved returning to that one again and again. But it is egregious. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think maybe the the best hundred percent that I've done was maybe Mario Odyssey. Oh. I think just because like I I just love that game very much. Did you get nine ninety nine with that or nine hundred or whatever it was? Yep. Yep. Um and I enjoyed basically doing all of it. There was a handful of ones that I'm like, this is kind of weird and kind of a bit dumb and a bit like obtuse. Um, but for the most part, I'm like, what is this? And it's like, mound in the desert. I'm like, all right, let's fucking track through the desert and try and find a mound, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when, you, when I beat the game and they start unlocking the, oh, take a screenshot of this photo and try and find it. I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, that, that's so fun. Cause it's like, ooh, like a different perspective on the place that I love. Yeah. But like, like spending that much time to do like next to nothing that being i in couldn't the world. i couldn't handle it i i did the the darker side of the moon or whatever it was and then and then i was i was pretty content to call it there you do the darkest side i think so yeah i think so i, I did the really hard stuff made me cry why it's so hard no because there's that like there's that bit with cappy there's that introspective bit where it's like there's that moment where Cappy's talking and then like the music kind of turns into this melody and Cappy's like like we've been through a lot together, huh? And it's just like he starts like reflecting on the journey. Do you get to that bit? Probably. It was like the it was the the nicest thing a Mario game has ever done. Was like Cappy basically thank you for going on this really one and wonderful and wild journey with you what about the end of super mario 64 when mario says thank you so much for playing my game <laughs> yeah same thing <laughs> bald my eyes out uh, i like the idea of of the darker side of the moon just being so hard yeah <laughs> that you that you're like i can't do it it's too much you cry <laughs> yeah that that game for you was like a not only was it a 10 out of 10, but it was like the most glowing, radiant, uh, perfect. Like it just hit you at the perfect moment, right? I, I still and, think it's the and best. For me, game. it was just like an eight. For me, I, I still think it's it's the best game on Switch. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I, I, I've forgotten so much of that game. I find that game so milk toast in so a lot of ways. Yeah, no, for me, that it's like the. It's the. And I know that I know what you're going to say, but it's it's the best 3D Mario. <laughs> you haven't played any of them. I have. <laughs> you haven't finished a lot of them. Finished half of them. I think the, I think what got me about it was it was like I, I felt like it was the. <laughs> this is surprisingly. This comes back full oh, circle. No. I felt like it was the Assassin's Creed 100% cleanup phase from the start of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I ah. felt like it was, it was such a, a it's such an open world gamified game. It was a, it was a, it was a game TM. You know what I mean? It just, 
I just saw the design throughout the whole thing. I'm like, oh, do this. Yes. And, oh, they're making it harder here. And oh, like <laughs> while yes, also it was so all no. it was all done with love and care. I think is the thing. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah. like Assassin's Creed is like they're like. And there's just like eighty more collectibles like splatter yeah. all over the wall. It's like the uh, you know the 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 popcorn ceiling, the popcorn cement ceiling. It's where exactly it's, like that. Where they just shoot cement at the roof and hope it hope yes. it sticks. Yeah. What a weird way to do things. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that, Ubisoft? Uh, let's end the podcast. I think I so. think that's a great discussion. Go us. <laughs> Tune in next week when I will have 100% in Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, until that time, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, until that time, do it. Thank you you won't. so much for being here. I'm, I'm not doing that. I bet you you can't. I bet you you're right. I bet you you won't. I already said that. <laughs> do it. No, I don't want to. I said it as a joke. Because I don't want to. Uh, we're out of here, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We're out of here like like Aladdin from the from the lair of what's the lair called? The Cave of Wonders. The Cave of Wonders. And and Robin Williams, the genie, says, "We're out of here!" And they like shoot out of the sky through the sand. Uh huh. I can hear Sam laughing from the other room. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to more of us, you can find all previous episodes of this podcast. <laughs> Jeremy is distressed. You can find all previous episodes of this podcast on minimap.com.au as well as any podcast service of your choice. You can't find every episode on YouTube, but you can find at least the last 10 uh, because this is episode 114 and I think we started doing video for 104. So here we are 10 episodes later. We've been having a great time on video. Come and join us. You can join us live on Twitch every week uh, at 5.30. We have about 15 minutes of preamble before we get started with the show. If you want to hang out, ask ask some questions and listen to us do this live and then hang out in the break. That's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash minimapau. As well, we are also on all of the socials. Uh, all of them are at minimapau for Twitter, for TikTok, for Instagram. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash minimapau to find a way to support us monetarily if you would like to do that. Uh, we're on Twitter individually. Uh, Jeremy, where can they find you? Uh, at Obi1Jez. You can find me in the Cave of Wonders at KJPalmer underscore 24. And I think that's about it. Jeremy, you want to plug anything? <laughs> you got anything to plug? <laughs> do I have anything? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I felt an urge to ask if you had anything to plug, which is ridiculous because this is this is the thing this? that we would plug. This is it. Yeah, I've got the <laughs> side business. It's called this. <laughs> Jerry, do you wanna do you wanna plug zero latency? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, go to go to fucking zero latency in North Melbourne and say hi to my old co-workers. Some of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll plug IGN. They really need the clicks. Yeah, they got. Uh, yeah, they're, they're struggling. Jerry, press you know. the button. Let's get out of here. Bloody <laughs> thank hell! You. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for making it to the end with us for this train wreck of an outro. I appreciate it. And uh, until next week, we'll see you then. What the 
fuck? 